All right, welcome to this live <laughs> edition of the Horse Racing Happy Hour. And we are at night. Like, we're actually trying to do this like at drink happy at hour night time. instead of during the day. And really because, well, I mean, I'm not against drinking in the day. I'm not going to say that I'd, I didn't have a little nip in the middle of the day. Come on now. <laughs> um, which today I actually did have a little nip in the middle of the day. I had some white dog, actually. You know wow. what white dog is? Nope. Louie does. Listen, we can't have a show about bourbon and hey, whoa, uh, not whoa. know what white dog is. White dog is What's white dog? It's it's uh commonly known as moonshine. It's the clear liquid that oh. you start with and then you put it in the mm -hmm. barrel. Yeah, it's yeah. the stuff that's bur becomes bourbon after it ages. So, right. before it that's goes in the Quite barrel. the afternoon drink. <laughs> yeah, uh so it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I'll so. agree with Megan. Yeah, it's quite the afternoon drink. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, we were doing that and but, so we we're going a little so later. Jordan we're trying this eight o'clock time slot because we do have a ton of people who follow us in the state of California. Louis is our number one market. Is that right? Uh, LA County by far over a thousand people every, every week. And then uh, San Diego, it's something like six, 700 people every week. Yeah. And so wow, we're sorry. so janky. We got Louie in like this worst, the worst backdrop ever that he's in my <laughs> office kitchen. Um, I, I even I dress, like the like I dress fall decorations behind him. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That's for a client <laughs> event that we have at the pumpkin patch. That's so, nice. Yeah. I dress professorially today, and I'm in a kitchen. So yeah. if you yeah. want to, uh, if you <laughs> want <class>. to, <laughs> hopefully you're watching on Periscope, you know, on Twitter or whatever else. I don't know what we're going to do when that Twitch. goes away. Twitch. We're also on Twitch. We're drinking mm -hmm. Cooper's Craft. Uh, Bottle, bottled and bond. Bottle and bond, which I've never had. I'm excited. I've had Cooper's I've Craft. I've never had it either. Never it's, had this before, so I'm excited about yeah, it. So this is this is interesting. I looked it up. Uh, high 20s for price point, like 27, 28 bucks. So really approachable, really something you can get hundred proof. So it's got to pack that little bit of a punch. Um, so mm -hmm. earlier this earlier uh, in the fall, we had the uh, the old foe hundred, which uh -huh. was low twenties. This is going to be a little bit um, nicer. The, the you get a couple different barrels here um, with Cooper's Craft, and so uh, it's a little bit more expensive to make. And so uh, yeah, twenty eight, twenty nine bucks from our friends at uh, Brown Foreman. And uh, yeah, uh, you know when what? I talked to them today, they they were like, oh, we really want you to do Cooper's Craft bottle and bottle. And I said just. Give me the whiskey. It's cool. Yeah. Does Megan know what bottle and bond? <laughs> Hand over the whiskey. Does Megan know what bottle and bond means? No. Okay. Basically, the whole process have to has to take place in one location. They're okay. generally a four year bourbon that's a hundred proof, but not always. Uh, but mm -hmm. I just want to comment because I don't. I, you know, if you've had normal Cooper's Craft and you think, oh, it's, it's just not strong enough for me, look at the color on this thing. I mean, there's, this is beautiful. rich. Yep. This thing is beautiful. Yep. Um, all right. So if you are watching us live and you want to interact with the show, at Horse Happy Hour on Twitter. That's what you just just tweet at us. Louie's watching it. And uh, we, want, we want as much uh, fan interaction, viewer interaction. I don't know if they're fans. They might hate us. Uh, viewer interaction as possible. Uh, they might hate me, you know, and then uh, we're and <laughs> little, like I said, little, little hate. Listen, little, little. we're trying we're trying this at a different <laughs> little, time little. slot just so we can kind of see if mm -hmm. we can, you know, get more get some more viewers. We're, and, a, we're restructuring the show. It's, yeah. it's fun. We're trying out new things. You know, maybe we'll have some guests Standing on. In kitchens, that would be it's fun. Be great. Yeah. 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 Totally. We can get you out of the kitchen. We'll get you a better batch. The whole office is in shambles right now. We're, we're good, man. We're renovating. This is better. It's. Similar I mean, what would basically? the happy hour be if it wasn't at least a little shambly? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and uh, all right, so but we've been we're actually kind of getting rewarded for going later because we got some breaking news. Louis, what is going on out of Golden Gate? So there are four. Um, I don't know the term for them, but there are four people who are have chained themselves Maniacs. who have chained themselves to the the backs the backstretch at Golden Gate Fields, and they are laying in the middle of the track. 
course, the easy joke is they're laying in the eight path, and with six horse fields, you could just run the races anyway. But whatever. Um, I thought this the, was Golden Gate, not Santa Anita. It's Golden Gate oh, on yeah. a Thursday. On a Thursday. To, okay, to be so. fair. To be fair. Um, but the um, the thing that put me over the edge is twofold. This group is, of course, against horse racing. That's fine. If you want to be part of a group like that, that's fine. They also Not shut fine. down. They also shut down the COVID nineteen vaccination site. Well, so I'm, you're I'm apparently good on that. you're apparently just, well yeah, okay there right. you go uh, but you're apparently just against like old people getting medicine and like if you want old people and horses all to be dead like you and I just aren't gonna be friends you also <laughs> don't want people like Matt Dennerman to have careers or the I don't know probably thousand people that work at Golden Gate Fields yeah um, and all of the I mean it, the, the idea that by the way the final solution and I'm using that term very purposefully here. The final solution for these people is that they, they walk in and kill all the horses. That's that's the answer for them. It's like, right. for this not to go on anymore, we have to kill all the horses. Is their take on this? That's who's laying in the middle. By the way, if you want to know which side the government is on, they set up a tent so that they don't get a sunburn. Oh, see, I was wondering if that was, which is hilarious, by the way, because the Bali track actually gets really hot. I'm sure. <laughs> so those people I'm totally sure would have burned. Essentially um, pitch black. But yeah, right. Uh, I thought it was so that people could have like fly over and take pictures. But that damage was already done. Um, okay. th those pictures had been taken by local affiliates out there. Yeah. And all sorts of things. No, the the group that I, I believe uh, is taking credit for this. By the way, I looked at them on Twitter ISIS? very briefly, and they ISIS. were like, "What is it? ISIS? No. <laughs> Are you sure? No. Okay. They would. Well, no. They have a bigger <laughs> following. These people have like fourteen hundred followers on Twitter." And uh, this is their big moment for I, sure. I think I have 1,400 and, followers on Twitter. I mean, what is, I mean. <laughs> no, but they, I mean, they're saying, um, they're saying that, that Golden Gate is the biggest, uh, that like they're the reason why the COVID numbers are so high there and everything. Like they're blaming Golden Gate Fields for like all the world's problems, okay. all in on the one thing. So how and they're actually a vaccination site. Yeah, that, that's, uh, yeah, that's. Okay. It's just insane. It's unbelievable. Well, crazy. there you go. I mean, it's just and it's just people who don't understand, you know. But it's also know. people that don't have uh, apparently like jobs or care about health or economy or anything like that, because there's just no repercussions for those people or thinking that their actions won't hurt anybody else. All these people that make their living from racing, like Louis said, and all the people that are there to be vaccinated. I mean, it's just it's it's honestly unbelievably or the selfish. Are, I'll, tell, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna I'm gonna make an executive decision as the uh, original show founder. If someone's from this group is listening right now and they want to be on next week, you're on. We'll we'll let you on. You'll have, we'll give you the platform, but you got to be willing to have the conversation. Right. Like the you legit conversation. You have to talk. You have, it right. can't be like throwing slander. It's got to be like, let's have a conversation. If you want right. to get on the show next week, you can tweet at Louie, tweet at me. Megan doesn't really. No, I'm just joking. You can tweet at Megan. <laughs> we'll get you on. But but you gotta have to mute my mic, probably. Oh, and then you know we're gonna have to keep Megan calm. We're gonna have to keep them calm. But let's let's have the conversation and let's see. Let's see. You know. I mean, at the very, it's just we've had this conversation before that, and all a lot of the comments to like our credit to our us horse racing as an industry, our credit is is that they were like uh, tweeting pictures of people loving on their horses and like really this looks like abuse to you and there right. were many people saying like these people are treated better than humans you know the like the therapies that they get the acupuncture and the massage and whatever like 
It's amazing. And speaking from somebody who just had a horse colic last night and this morning, but which we were up all night trying to figure out and all day trying to figure out as well. And mind you, like the only reason why I figured I, I realized what had happened is because he just didn't seem right. Like horses just are so fragile as animals and the people that work with them every single day, it, we spend all of our time and energy and money, by the way, just trying to keep them healthy and happy. So, I mean, come at me with anything that you're going to say I, about that, because was, that is this industry in a whole. I was considering opening the show with this, Megan, because, you know, you've you've had a tough day with one of your horses. And something that's happened since you've come on the show is I have a totally different vantage on a horse, period. And, and I mean, I know that sounds silly, but it's after like after episodes like today, it's remarkable to me that horses ever get to a starting gate. I mean, yeah, it really is. And that they're trained and that there are different speeds and they know how to react to different, you know, cues from a jockey and different things. It is, or they, they know how to stand at a gate. What? Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> all these yeah, right. I mean, it's just, it is, it's remarkable to me. And the idea that all of those aspects don't lead to good care of these animals is completely ridiculous. And it's, it's an yeah. unacceptable point of view, frankly. I agree. I mean, the, the, it's, it's, yes, there, I'm sure is a minority, just like there isn't anything else, any other industry or whatever you want to say, uh, of people that don't do the right thing. Sure. Absolutely. Sure. Not sure. denying that whatsoever. But the sure. majority of people, you're not in this game unless you love the horse. You're just not for the, for the horsemen, for the people that work on the, you know, the jockeys, the trainers, the, et cetera, everybody on the backside, like this isn't something you do to make a lot of money for most people. And it isn't something that you do for like an easy job. It's none of those things. None it's of just because things. you love the horse. No, the, all you gotta do is spend a couple of days on the backside, and you'll see. Oh, for sure. You know, yeah. There's a whole lot of stuff that goes into it, so and a whole lot of people get employed by these people. So, uh, all right, so let's talk about the other kind of. Not- so, by the way, before we step away from this, I wanted to give a shout out. So last week, or maybe two weeks ago, I apologize, I forget when it was. Brittany is this on the show doing- sheet? No, Brittany Hurton was doing an <laughs> interview though after a stakes race at, in at Santa Anita, and she actually had a groom who had been working at Santa Anita for fifty years come in and talk about the horse and his English wasn't terrific. So, you know, the, actually the trainer translated for him, right? Mm-hmm. The, the groom's son is an assistant trainer. Now he's in the game. Okay. This is a family affair for these people. This guy left, he left um, a, a rural area in Mexico to come work in Los Angeles at Santa Anita, spent his whole life with horses. Brittany simply asked him like, what does it mean to you? And he said, I just, I love being around these horses and whenever they win, yeah. I just, I feel like my contribution is so obvious and so good. And it's, it was really beautiful. I give, I wanted to give Brittany a shout out for that because I thought it was really, a, we need to do that way more. I mean, we need to do yeah. that way more. Those guys need to be out in the forefront because there are They're the industry. of them. They are the industry. Yeah. They are the yeah. backbone for sure. And I just, I, I really, I didn't bring it up last week, but I wanted to as part of this conversation because I thought she did a really good job doing that. And you it's that. like they're like your kids, you know. It's like one right? of your kids does something great, and you're just so. But proud. also, yeah, but also like just the American dream of that too—that he comes, he gets to work with horses because he wants to, and then right. his kid, his kid's not a groom, and I don't, I don't want to downplay the groom part, but like he's an assistant trainer. That's a huge deal. That's a huge deal. Yeah, right. It's a huge deal, and so I, I just thought that was a very cool story, and and um, I think they just the two of them had been working together for over thirty years. That's unbelievable, cool. and and he had talked about how he just knew. If, if that groom was dealing with one of his horses, he didn't have to worry about it. Like just total, mm-hmm. total confidence in the guy. I just thought it was really cool. So shout That's out to awesome. Brittany if, she's, if she listens. Yeah. All right. So the other thing that I <laughs> that I love from last week was this. I I, I just love. I could watch this over from and over again. From the good to the ugly. <laughs> Irad Ortiz gets found a thousand dollars for for jacking for knocking Paco. You no, know, you got knocked up out. So uh, he didn't. This to get, me. 
this to me, I mean, like, look, this is Miami. They love boxing. If you're going to let them go, fly, yeah, these, put a ring out super, there. Yeah, these super flyweight fights, you know, yeah. 110 pounds or whatever. I mean, like, look, let us bet on it. Um, you know, get get some odds out there for us. Uh, this was a total foul, by the way, of course. Oh, 100% um, it was, yeah. But it's it's also very rich that I read complained about the riding style of another rider. I mean, come on. I mean, what are we doing? Paco, Paco <laughs> comes off as a little bitch in this thing, though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, but he couldn't. He was just uh, – Paco's on, like, very thin ice. I mean, he was uh, suspended for 30 days and then 60 days for reckless riding and then continued reckless riding. So, like, he, if he raised his hand, he was gone, and he knows right. that. Well, he knows so right not, here, though. He's not trying to lose his job. He's not trying to be kicked That's off of right Goldstream there. Park yep. where he has a family and, you know, tries to make a living. So, I mean, what is he going to do? <laughs> he knows right there. And, all right, so they're on this – they're on this uh, feed. Someone commented that, and here's the foul right here. I mean, the horse completely checks up. You oh. know, no doubt about it. Someone said that that was uh, there. That was a bigger foul than what happened in the Kentucky Derby when they took down maximum security. Louis, what is your take? That maximum security actually won the Derby, and that they took him down for no reason. All right. So you think this was? You think maximum security was less egregious? Than I this? think every horse race that's ever happened has more fouls than what maximum security did in the Derby. Okay, so. there's holding on every play in football. I mean, you know, right? <laughs> uh, absolutely. Okay. Yes. Yes. The Derby's a different race. I've, I've, I really don't want to rehash this, but thanks for bringing it up. The um, no, I, I think it's, here we go. <laughs> I, I think with with essentially 16 year olds that are these three year olds running in May many of them over two turns for the second time ever or something in front of hundreds of in thousands of people field. with a bunch of water on the ground and a and lights on for the first time in their lives and all these kinds of things in the giantest of fields and he moves over two lanes and we're going to be like mm, nah, not so much i'm out i'm out on that i think it's a terrible decision yeah. there wasn't I, any horse that had that like almost went down too like that I, horse i also clearly had you know was in some danger at one right. point because of the other horse Oh yeah, this was this was way more egregious. I totally agree with that. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, I know that uh, after listening to other media and trainers and different things, I'm very much in the majority on that take on maximum security, which I was shocked at. But um, Bob Baffert was on my side. You may have heard of him. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, I think he was. On, I, <laughs> so would have. I think the Gary. I think Gary West might be on your side too. So that's what I heard. Never heard of him. Never yeah. heard of him. Yeah, right. Well, you did, by the way, Louis. You spent your Friday night out at uh, out and at Turfway. So how was I did. that? Yeah. You know, it was, you know, for how terrible the weather was, it was really nice. They did set up a tent and a heater and everything. It was actually spoiled. I totally spoiled. Um, the Bataglia, what's interesting is I think one of those three top finishers, Gretzky the Great, um, like the King, and uh, the actual winner, Megan, who was your, your top pick there, the eight. Uh, Hush of uh, a Storm. Hush of a Storm, that's right. One of those <laughs> horses is going to start in the Derby. That was remarkable, right? And so um, that's kind of cool. I really still hope that Ron Bauer makes the trip from California to Turfway to try to qualify for the Derby. Um, I don't know. Can we just talk about how Hush of a Storm is just like eating up the ground with these other horses, Uh, by the uh, way? Gretzky the Great just totally flopped here today. And Hush of a Storm, he's going to go like five wide, whatever. He's just like a freight train. I mean, the horse, on, the horse on the rail, I actually would like to see that one run back because the, the seven center, horse yep. with the red yep. helmet is going to get squeezed right here, like yep. really badly. That that was pretty pretty rough. Uh, but, but I mean, just like I thought, the pace was perfect for Hush of a Storm. He was able to close over that. I'm interested by, and I wrote about this the other day, I'm interested to see if because of 
you know, adding a horse like this, that's going to be a deep closer because that's who wins on synthetics. Um, so there was an inquiry here, Louis. Is that what the, the seven? there was because that seven got bumped. The seven. By, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because the eight hush of a storm does move over, but I don't think it would have changed the outcome of that race. Hush of a storm was going to win that race. He was the best yeah. horse that day. And so they didn't take for it sure. down. Which they, they looked at it for six or seven minutes. I mean, it was a really long inquiry. I, Oh, wow. I was worried because I had those three horses boxed up and it went in the exact order that paid me the most money. And so, um, <laughs> But no, uh, had you boxed up uh, what Megan and I said as our top three selections, it, it it literally, it was six bucks for the exacta and uh, three bucks for the try. The nine dollar bet paid over a hundred dollars. So wow. I mean, we we totally nailed that bet, and I just I got to show Chip Baca winning hundred dollar bet. That was pretty fun. So. Oh, and there I, you go. Oh, you can't tell the story. Never mind. I'm not going to go there. I'm not telling. <laughs> not that, telling. I'm the not story. telling that story. Either. All right. So Megan knows that story too. She's uh, so <laughs> yeah. that brings the question: the, Is the horse racing happy hour going to the Jeff Ruby Stakes? I mean, Louis going. Um, I, I don't know what other parts what of the happy hour. What day is it? Uh, the end of March. Um, if it's the last week in March, I can't. Isn't it? Is I it can't the twenty seventh? Yeah. It's one of the. Can we schedule on air? I'll be in Dubai. Okay. Um, I think that brag. qualifies as a <laughs> humble brag. Let's I drink. was already ready. I yes. already did it. I'll be in Dubai. <laughs> um, Jeff Ruby is on March 27th. Yes, uh, the same day yeah. as the Florida Derby, the UAE Derby, and the Fukuraya. Yeah, it's yeah. a big day. <laughs> it is a big day. Yeah, uh, and yeah, I'll be. Well, it's, yeah, so I won't be there. I'll be that's somewhere. That's the meat of the schedule because the fairgrounds runs the weekend before the Louisiana Derby, and then after right. that, on April 3rd is the Bluegrass, the Santa Anita Derby, and the Wood on the same day. So, um, so by the way, they said. Uh, we got Brett Manigan, I guess, listening in. He says, cheers, yeah, that's our guy, Brett. Yeah, that's our, that's our Megan's guy, Brett. face yeah. says she prefers the rye. So um, there you go. <laughs> and, uh, uh, so, uh, all right. Do you like rice? Yes, you do. You do that. like the rice. Oh, is Brett, does that mean he's listening on Twitch? He's listening on Periscope. He's on Periscope. Okay. Yeah. So Can I'm I give By the way, so uh, last night before my horse collect, uh, we went to dinner at the Matt Wynn Steakhouse in mm-hmm. Central Downs. Yeah. yeah. It was fabulous and they have an amazing bourbon room that i i think we should do the show from there so okay. we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do that uh because we know you're, we it, know their selection is unbelievable like it is just a wall a museum of bourbon and they have a full <laughs> oh man i don't remember it's a full collection of whatever the company whatever pappy was the company that did them before it was pappy yep the weller and- jim jim yeah before not Stitzel weller anyways they have the full collection of like the original bottles unopened and anything. Wow. A shot of those is $8,000. <laughs> that sounds right. Go. Yeah, right. All right. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Just from like the history alone, the, the bottles that they have there, are, it, it's so cool. It's a museum. It's a museum of bourbon. If you so hit the you early pick five at Turfway, you could afford a shot of that. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> or if you would have hit the Dom Superfect in the, in the Dale Devon or, or Devon Dale or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Devon uh, Dale, yeah. So, uh, I want to know how muddy. Megan Devine got out of Doquan Park on Saturday. That's what I want to know. Like, yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty muddy. Like um, muddy or like sexy muddy. Like where where were we between mm, those levels? No, it was pretty. It was pretty gross. Uh, the ah. vet truck went by and we had to like turn and <laughs> Curtis like shielded me with his body so I wouldn't get uh, muddy. Oh, oh. Like it was. It was pretty bad. Uh, that break, by the way, Spielberg took like a hard right. He was like. Wait, no, the West Coast. And he still <laughs> finished second, right? So Yeah, no, it was actually a really good race for him. I besmirched him on the show, I believe. I was all in on essential quality. So Well, essential quality does and, win uh, this race. 
Well, yeah. Yeah. So. yeah Beautifully, no, by the way. Of, like, uh, easily. Yeah. No, no, no. He's he's really impressive. And frankly, given the weather recently, it's probably good that he knows how to run on an off track, right? Because the Derby yeah. very well could be an off track again, right? So, Well, I, I if was, there I are like fans, that. you know that it's going to be raining. <laughs> if right. not, it'll be the beautiful day like we had in September. Right, of course. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. the day in May was beautiful, too. The day it was supposed to be in yeah. May. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think so. We've definitely we've seen the end of Jackie's Warrior. It looks like on the Derby Trail too. Uh, So, any comments on that? I never. I said it last week. I never have liked this horse going longer distances. He's not been my pick for that at all. But the one turn Pat Day Mile. The one turn Pat Day Mile is going to be a perfect race for that horse, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's where we see him end up. But I just. I mean, this was. This is great. I mean, the fact that that essential quality was able to just. At some point, I think he even puts the stick away and just looks behind. But but even the way the horse like, is running, yeah. like he's he's yep. just he's got so much. Spielberg, he's though, not even tired yet. Yeah, Spielberg, I I agree with you, Megan. Good run. I think on a faster track in California that he's got. For sure. You know, if he's if he runs in the uh, Santa Anita or whatever, but um, Santa Anita Derby, yeah, yeah, I, for sure. It'd be interesting to see if he can qualify that way. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, he'll qualify. Well, I, th- the question is, I mean, look, Baffert's got horses all over the country this year. I mean, he's running in New York this weekend. This he's weekend. running <laughs> just this weekend. He's yeah. running in New York. He's running in. Um, he's got a horse in uh, in Tampa, right? He's also um, making up like half the fields everywhere. <laughs> no, that's right. And so my, my point is with Spielberg, he's going to have to decide if he's an Arkansas Derby horse or if he's going to be at Santa Anita mm-hmm. or wherever. And it looks like he's a horse that he's comfortable shipping around. And after the show at Oakland, I feel comfortable sending to Arkansas, too. So, yeah, yeah. Well, we t- we kind of hinted at this race, the Devon Dale, uh, for the Oaks points, and this is where we saw Vequis, um look to get some Oaks points uh, after the juvenile filly. Uh, did not fire at all. Vequis did not. But we had a 50-to-1 shot coming first, 9-to-1 shot coming second, 50-to-1 shot mm-hmm. coming third, 80-to-1 coming fourth, <laughs> and your dime superfecta pays $14,000. There you go. I just unbelievable. Yeah, Vequis is the three horse in here. You can see in the pink silks and the white bridle uh, was third, and then just kind of dropped back to fourth, which I actually thought was interesting. You know, the the horses up front were setting a pretty decent pace, and yes. you've got eighteen to one, fifty to one. So I I think the the, the thinking was on Vequis is like mm, I'm going to let them go, run themselves out, and then you know we'll catch them at the end. And right here, that's exactly what you think is going to happen. And then whole Bodemeister is like. Oh no! I'm just in first gear, man. <laughs> she just rockets away from the rest yep. of the field. Yep. So, so whole Bodemeister, I want to congratulate her. She's the King Guillermo of this year. Um, <laughs> oh, does that mean race. it's a new drinking rule? It could be. Is that, 50 is point that race. <laughs> no, but we're like, doing in the Tampa Bay Derby? We didn't like we the show talked about King Guillermo. Yeah, but like you didn't expect him to do what he did, right? Right. This is a King sure. Guillermo type, ex- like. Like she did everything dominant. Right. And by she the way, also like switches over to that left lead and then back to the right lead. Like is so unbelievably green. She, in she's the so green. That's right. But yeah. she also, she also, I should say probably switched off a little bit because she was so far ahead of the rest of the group. She's like, mm, whatever. Like they what? just start to get to playing around. That's, a, way, that's a legit how, horse though. That's how she yeah. wears the devil yeah. won the Oaks this year. Yeah. I mean, no, honestly. Right. And so I, I, I mean, I leave her out at your own risk. I mean, whatever. I mean, but I just, she, I, I put her in my top 10 just cause I don't, she didn't do anything wrong. Well, I that's right. You're it. you're making like a Oaks top whatever, right? So top whatever. That's right. Yeah. Louis, yeah. That's Louis what I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. Louis so sent by me the a way, text. He sent me a text and said, "Hey, I'm gonna make a 
a King Guillermo reference in my LA Times article this week. And I was like, yep. And I just so texted back, to 50 to 1, question mark. And then, yeah. You do, know, Mike? I, do. Well, I was right. there. I got like 15 texts. You at guys like are gross. You're just like I, such a married gross. couple. Yeah, yeah. I got like 15 texts like, hey, dude, I can't drink at 7.30 in the morning. Stop putting King Guillermo references online. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't count when we do it in text messages. We're going to drink all the time. <laughs> we would be so hammered. Oh, <laughs> looks like, uh, so looks like our King man, B, the guy, Watt. Uh, w A T. Oh, Brian. Yeah, yeah, Brian. Is that Brian? It says yeah. uh, it says goodbye, Jackie's warrior. Looks like he's kind of sad about it. So he is. No, that was his pick before the race. He he. Uh, I, I love it because he interacts yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> he crushed me over Spielberg too. He crushed me. It was great. And so uh, so that was awesome. But I um no, but uh, Jackie's warrior. Like it's, it's okay. Sometimes it's okay to you, you run those races to find out that your horse is a miler or that he's a seven furlonger. It's okay. Um, and so he's a or one that he's an allowance horse. Oh, I don't know about that, but uh, you know, <laughs> Finnick, could be Finnick the Fierce, right? Right. I mean, he kind of, kind of won last night, you know. Oh, um, but the thirty-five thousand dollars race at Turfway. <laughs> the, um, shout out to Turfway. I should give out a Turfway pick while we're on the air, shouldn't I? Is it live going on right now? What? Yeah, they're they're running yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you make the show sheet, and here you are, just. Off of it. I'll, I'll tell you what, I try to follow the show sheet, Megan. Like, I, you know, I'm looking at it and following it. Doesn't make any difference. Louis's just going to do whatever he wants fine. to do. Oh, it's, it's, I mean, it's, this is Louis' yeah, show. We're just, yeah. you know, we're just, show. we're just on here to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're just here. We're going to get to the handicapping and Megan's going to talk 90% of the time. Yeah, we get it. Well, keep the comments coming at Horse Happy Hour on Twitter. Uh, we love hearing from you guys. So thanks for the, the couple comments that we've gotten so far. We'll read them out on the air. Um, it's awesome. So, all right, so this right here, the uh, the fountain of you stakes. Uh, any big takeaways from this race? Yeah. Uh, so the winner is well, with this view is is on your screen, but here you don't even see the horse that's going to win this race at this point. I mean, he's just well beyond uh, the rest of them in the back of the pack. And I actually thought that this was interesting because. Johnny Velasquez rode a horse a couple of years ago, and I can't remember who it was. I want to say it was like Audible or mm. one of those horses. And I remember him in post-race interviews describing the horse as a bicycle. And he said that, you know, if you don't pedal, he's not going anywhere. And that's right. kind of what I thought about this horse here. Um, uh, Greatest Honor, right, is his name? Yep, Greatest Honor. Because he... Like, this is a pretty long drive uh, for that horse. And so he's not even, like, in the top placings at all, driving, 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 driving. And then he's going to get up there. And to his credit, like, he gets out in front of these horses and then the, the jockeys is up on him and he wins, you know, nicely. But it took him so long to get into stride. It's like a car that's slow on the pickup, you know, and then you get into, like, your speed and you can just coast or whatever. And that's what he's going to do here. But I was kind of like... Standing up. I didn't, know, I didn't know if I liked that because i thought it was a good education for the horse or if it made me think you know is this really our derby horse well that i thought that looked that was amazing i mean he's not even in first place yet and he stands up on him knowing that his horse is right. gonna blow right past the one yeah because he's gotten up to speech like oh, he's looking at his goodness. speedometer in his head and he's like no we're good here you know but the, he took so long for him to get there that's the problem so yeah. in a 20 horse field that could be a serious issue and we well running, it has not been you've got to go like 14. seven wide or yeah. whatever when you get there like that could be it's, a major issue that's right. it's yep. you make yourself vulnerable and that's why and that's not to say that this horse is always going to run like that like i said they are young they are you know the derby trail is education it's classes for these horses to get to finals which is the kentucky derby and so maybe he got a lot out of that and he progresses forward with it but if he runs like that continuously then i'm concerned that was Jose Ortiz too, right? Yeah. That, then I'm not 
as worried about it because he'll know I can't be in 15th place in the Derby sure. and just rally and beat a bunch of horses. Because yeah, but if he doesn't do have that, so. if he doesn't have the early if the horse doesn't have the early speed to get there, it doesn't matter what Jose thinks he wants to do. You know, that, I mean, that, you're only as good as the horse or the car that you're in. No, that's fair. So yeah. I don't know. He's got to be a little bit quicker on that acceleration for me. All right, let's talk. But about- to be fair, the stretch will be longer at Churchill too. The stretch yes. at Goldstream was very short. significately yep. shorter. Yeah. So maybe that works out in his favor. Uh, I just think it's really tough for a closer in that in the Derby mm-hmm. since the points races have been in uh, in play. I think you've got to be a stalker yeah. at best. Just so many good pressers now. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Right. Uh, so I mean, I think you know, if I had to choose between the two horses, between Greatest Honor and Essential Quality, I mean, I think I'd go Essential Quality. I don't think either one of them win the Derby. I think potentially we could see the Derby winner mm-hmm. racing this weekend. So uh, I think Essential Quality was as impressive as I've seen a three year old. Yeah, I, agree. I don't disagree. He's with at that. the top of the list for me. I agree. I thought he looked like he did it easily, and that's what I want to see. All right, so it well, looks like uh, it looks like Golden Gate's racing. Oh, good. Okay. So, yeah. So they must have got everything worked out, and uh, you know they had Shout race. Out to they had race. No, well, race one. I guess they they refunded everybody. They canceled race mm. one. I had to so pick three out there because I have a problem. And uh, yeah, they did. <laughs> so race uh, race two is twenty three minutes away. So I guess we'll see if that one goes off. Which uh, I guess right now it looks like they're trying to get it off. So crazy. But you can bet there right now. So they're gonna yeah. have to have super accelerated post times. Is the probably sun's gonna go down? Right. And no How many lights. Races do they have. No, they have lights, but like they're not set up for night racing. Gotcha. Correct. They're, they're they set have up for lights training. for like morning training. Yeah, Correct. exactly. Yep, that's right. <laughs> there's a big difference. Yeah. So. They've only got seven races though. So they got seven races. Yeah. Before. By the way, I still plan this fall, get this show out to golden gate. Cause shout out the whole show. Like you want us to all go to San Francisco. hundred percent. Okay. So, um, we're, we're going, we're going for the day and then we're going bowling with Matt Dinnerman tonight. That bleep is happening. Can <laughs> we, can we do it? Like, will they race like right before the breeders cup? We just go down to Del Mar and, Yes, that's the idea. Yes. Okay, we can do that. Yeah, because they're big California stakes or what's it called? You're not. You're, why, you're, why do we like make our schedule on the show? This is like a meeting that like everybody's us everybody's involved. <laughs> yeah, you all don't understand. Like Megan this won't talk to us. This is the first time that Mike <laughs> is hearing about this idea too. Don't put that on me. <laughs> don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. All right. <laughs> Louis almost spits his drinks out. That would have been that would have been so good for this last. Well, year. he's in the kitchen, gone. so it's easy cleanup. <laughs> all over the camera. It would have been great. I actually got that movie reference. You should be proud of yeah. that. So we're gonna go to Aqua. Uh, in the next segment and then we will um, do a real quick just uh, check in at Oakland for the honeybee um, and then um, are we going to talk about Tampa We're Bay or not? What do we talk about? Is that Tampa Bay or no Tampa Bay? It's on the show sheet Mike. Well, I understand that but it's Bay not Derby bolded Megan. The Derby is. <laughs> okay the Derby, Derby is. is. Okay the Tampa yeah. Bay Derby obviously that's a 50 pointer we got to talk about that and then we'll uh, spend the third segment going to Santa Anita. Are you allowed to give up picks to Santa Anita picks or no Megan? I can do it. I want. Yeah, that's my girl. Woo! <laughs> Cheers to that. I can't give you my tickets, but I'll tell you who I like. So, all right, yeah, big all difference. Right. Well, uh, and you were killing it at Santa Anita last weekend, right? Oh, Thank you. yeah, fire! Yes, six out of fire. nine. Couple of pick fours. It's been good. Hey, listen, Lots and we got to we got to cool. let you all know. Like, it helps Megan out if you go to your TVG account and you go down to Megan's pick and you just select bet that that like that is. That really helps Megan out. So you know, uh, I don't get paid for it. I just right. no, but it gives you <laughs> no. some. I don't get like a commission on the. Best. But they track that. So thing, don't think right? that. But like, it helps me to be like, oh, this girl's like not completely useless. You know if what you, I mean? If you click on so, her face, I don't think say something useless. like, 
let's do this or whatever. Yeah, that's. <laughs> and, I mean, that's the best part. That I is think, the best is part. Like, yeah. which message are we going to get? One hundred percent. That's the best oh, part. It's so good. Let's do this. Disclaimer: I'm not typing them live. <laughs> if you get, if you do it enough, you eventually get a picture of her feet. So there we go. Yeah, that's right. It's not. Don't. Yeah, I quit. that's one hundred percent true. All right, <laughs> that's the bottom of her foot. Go to that's break, Mike. <laughs> Just go to oh break. My God. All right, we will be right back for the uh, which literally like right back for the second Maybe. segment of the horse racing happy hour. All right, welcome back. Oh, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't really do like when we just record the pod because yeah. I can't stop the live stream. So right. Cooper's Craft, you loving it? Drink of the week, yep. Cooper's Craft, uh, bottled and bond. I will be really honest. I don't know the distribution map for this. I looked. At, I tried to look this up in San Diego, a total line, no dice. Yeah. And so um, uh, I, I don't know the, the full distribution map of this, but our guy at Brown Foreman was like, please talk but about bourbon, this so, Bourbon so, guys know how to get a hold of that bourbon. And it's worth, no, that's right. it's worth getting right. a bottle. Yeah. Uh, and by the way- this is actually, I mean, especially for the price point, I think Mike would agree with me. This is very really good. good. Yeah. And yeah. and then I will also pitch the, you know, so this is actually named after the guys who work at their cooperage, which yeah. is the factory where they make the barrels. And okay. th they're That's the cool. only uh, one that has a cooperage in Louisville. It's really, like right next to the airport. And yep. if you ever get a chance to go to that tour, it really is, cool. it is awesome. So yeah. make sure you do it. Um, you know those guys. We talk about the 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 guys on the backside that have been doing it for generations. That's the backside of bourbon. That's yeah, right. you have got yeah, to be right. there for like twenty five <laughs> years to get on the day shift. I mean, that's it is like it's crazy, and it is it is a craft. Great. So I like those guys getting their own bourbon for sure. Um, all right. Cool. Was that totally boring for you, Megan? All right. Inside baseball. No, too it was much? great. I loved it. it was, I mean, I like baseball. I I love baseball. I've been watching baseball this week. It looks like the Reds are gonna suck again. <laughs> So. Terrible. We're terrible. I mean, I grew up a Yankees fan, so usually it works out for me. So how does that work? Like Long Island, I would thought would be mostly Mets. Is that not true? No, remember this her is dad is it's like the forgotten oh, you part. Oh, this. Whoa. Her dad's a Giants fan. Yeah. So mm -hmm. Giants fans are Yankees fans, and Jets fans are Mets fans. That's how that goes. Yeah. Okay. And no, it goes deeper than that. It's it's uh, Giants fans. Uh, Giants fans are Yankees fans are Rangers fans. Yes, that's true. I'm a Rangers yep. fan. And then and then and then I'm a Knicks fan and a Rangers right. fan. Right. And then Jet or I'm sorry. Well, Mets, yes. Jets, Jets, Mets, Islanders. Uh, Islanders. Yep. Yeah. That's how it, like you cannot deviate <laughs> sure. from That's how it goes. Nope. That's and, it. <laughs> and now Nets, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. been to uh two Yankees Red Sox games. And I've been, oh, yeah? yeah, and I got to go to Yankees uh, Stadium the day they um, they retired Jose Posada's jersey. So, oh, that's Sweet. awesome! Yeah. There you go. I, by the way, I think no, no, different guy. I will say I think the most knowledgeable sports fans in New York are Rangers fans. I don't know if that's okay. blasphemy, but going to those games. They know a serious, it's original that's a serious, six. That's, that's original I six. wish that's I would have been into hockey when I lived there. And I could have been a Rangers fan. Next like we, I was because yeah. I was Next time we take a Belmont trip, that let's, way. But. Let's go to MSG, Meg, you, me. We'll do, we'll do hockey. But, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I'm definitely, I love my Golden Knights. I was, uh, we're watching, Bellum, we're watching yeah. our Belmont boys right now who just took the lead, 70 to 69. Oh, starting D. Let's <laughs> go. With less than a minute to go. So like, I got to like pull this curtain back. All right. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm not in the same room anymore. Yeah. So 
<laughs> but anyway, you know, I, I was a student assistant basketball coach when Valvano was there. And so he took us to New York. And I think we've told the story in the air. His dad's name was Rocco. We went to that gym. That's where my son Rocco is named kind of after his dad. Bellman's down by one now with 26 seconds. Um, and uh, But all I wanted to do, we stayed on Long Island, which, you know, was means there was nothing to do really at night. But they we were allowed. Like, we could go take the train, whatever. I couldn't what get, time of year? It was were you December. And, uh, oh, that's so, why. <laughs> it was. I could not get. Any, oh, Belma just, just missed a layup. Oh my gosh, they just missed a layup. <laughs> my foul. focus. Uh, uh, this is this is great radio. All right, uh, uh, Stetson's <laughs> going to radio. Shape. So anyway, so aqueduct. So aqueduct. Anyway, I could not get anyone to go. Is this like the longest segue ever into New York? Racing? I could never. I couldn't get anybody to go with me to the Rangers game to go to the MSG, and I wasn't going to go. Wow, myself. I was so. So you didn't go by yourself? No, I wasn't oh, going to go from gone. Long Island and, you know, all the way down to Penn You literally Station. just get off of yeah, Penn Station. Right you don't there. even go outside, actually. It you really wasn't easy. Exactly right. yeah, <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> even know if I knew that at that point. Just go up the escalator. Correct. They yeah. have stairs, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so Aqueduct. All right. Uh, this is race six, the Busher Invitational, three-year-old <laughs> race <laughs> on the dirt, $250,000 race, one mile, 50 Oaks points right here in the Busher Invitational. When we get to the two-turn Oaks races, that's what I want to know because this is—I think it's going to reveal a lot. By the way, I don't know. Ask her if we parked six furlongs. <laughs> I, I agree with that take. Yeah, what my take? Both of you. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> now, to be it's fair, essentially to be the fair, same um, Will Secret is running this weekend at Oakland, and she's already won over two turns. To be good. fair, good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right, so in him and I, who's going? I am not. I am not going first to New York. I will no, it's Megan. Megan's going to go. Yeah, first. Oh, no oh for sure. Um, well, it's New York, so Chad Brown. Chad Brown. All right, just go Chad Brown, and then that's it. <laughs> which, which which horses are Chad Browns, Megan? The three, the four, the four, uh, the four on top. So the grass oh, is blue for me okay. because uh, classical class, and um, this horse has won at a mile and an eighth, and so uh, and finished pretty well over the mile and sixteenth at Laurel. So I just like the fact that it's got the distance. Uh, there are quite a few speedy horses in here, and I think this horse can set the trip, which is important. Right. I, I put in the one Miss Brazil between the four and the three because the three search results, and granted I don't have the odds in front of me because that's not my job uh, on the show. And so the three search results with Chad Brown and Javier Castellano for Clarvich Stables, I assume will be a pretty short price. Am I correct on that? Seven to two on search results. Okay. Grass is blue is what? Five to one. Wow. And Miss Brazil is? Uh, the morning line favorite, two to one. Okay, right. So search results. Uh, you know, sometimes it sticks in my head. I think, I can't remember who says it. Maybe it's Simon Bray. But, you know, be wary of taking a horse um, at a short price who's doing something for the first time. Right. And this horse is stretching out for the first time. And granted, the breeding says that that should be no problem for this right. filly. But, you know, she is coming off of a, a layoff, um, which Chad Brown, so I guess it doesn't really matter. But she's also going to tr try to stretch out. And granted, it is the one-turn mile, which is really, really important. So that's usually easier to do for horses. But I just like the fact that the grass is blue, has a little bit more experience. Uh, similarly with Miss Brazil, you know, she came back off of a, a layoff from November to February and won by six lengths at Aqueduct going seven furlongs, which really isn't that different, even though you're going technically sprint to route again, because it's the one turn mile. It's a lot easier of a transition. And uh, Anthony Detra winning at nearly 30%. This horse is undefeated at Aqueduct, so why not? And that's why this horse is the morning line favorite. So, I mean, yeah. I just think it's a little chalky. Well, no, I think that there is some chalk in here, but I, I like the fact that the grass is blue is in this spot as well, because that to me 
is where you're potentially going to get a price. The grass is blue for me was my third horse. And it's if these two horses that are going to go off front, one Miss Brazil and the five Mo desserts, um, one turn mile at Aqueduct, of course, like we just talked about, Miss Brazil's already won at six and a half and seven furlongs, like you mentioned, mm -hmm. in maiden special weight and in open company. Mo desserts coming out of the mile the last time out breaking her maiden. So if, if, if those two can't keep it up, like you said, grass is blue is absolutely Did you just say can't keep it up? Did you just say can't keep it up? By the way, earlier, <laughs> Megan said something like he gets it in real easy, and then you said something like uh, right after that that was way more gross than can't get I it up. I don't even catch these things. You guys uh -oh. are gross. So <laughs> Mo Desserts yes, is correct. actually, fun fact, the only horse who wasn't favored in her last start. But mind yeah, you, that right. was that paying a dollar twenty, <laughs> right? right? So like, and then, <laughs> um, and then actually, I I said the three search results is probably Chad Brown's best New York Oaks horse right now, but she's only won once at Gold at Gulfstream Park. She's been training going in Florida, six going six furlongs. I don't know if the weather, the track, whatever. I think it's a little unpredictable, so I'm one five four in this race. Looks like Bellman's going to go down. Oh, come on, Scotty. All right, race seven is the Tom Fool Handicap, which is a famous race horse from the 50s who won two of, of Louis' favorite horse races, by the way. This horse, okay. the Tom Fool ran, won the Met Mile, and Tom Fool okay. won the Pimlico Special. Uh, yeah, Love me some Pimlico yeah. Special. So Tom Fool might be Louis' favorite historical horse that he never knew about. <laughs> Is this, this like, is, Louis' favorite race? Yeah. Oh, it's a, it is now my official favorite race. Yes. Yeah, grade three, four-year-olds and up, six furlongs, uh, $200,000 purse. Who do we like here? Uh, I put Peace Play Call on top. To me, this is pretty boring. I'm on the one and the two. So I've got Rudy Rodriguez on top. Classical in class. Finished second last time. Going seven furlongs at Aqueduct at a grade three level. And uh, <clears throat> ran pretty well. I like the fact that this horse draws the rail. Because I think that that's going to flatter his running style. He is, mind you, though, an eight-year-old gelding. Yeah, right. So, But, like, why not? And he's munning. So, you know, sprinting seems to be his game. And has been for a, quite a long time. Um, and then the two share the ride is a horse who switches between Antonio Aragon. Uh, We've talked Ariana? about him before, yeah, about Ariana. these two trainers. And Miguel Penaloza. And I guess maybe the it's New York just because, thing, right? yeah, they just, I don't know, they switch off. One either, you know, doesn't want to pay to get the license somewhere else or whatever, but they, depending on where the horse is running, if it's running in Maryland or Pennsylvania, then it's with Miguel. If it's running in New York, then it's with Antonio. So right. I don't, uh, whatever. But um, all of that aside, this horse has done pretty well and, in fact, comes off of a win in a grade three. Uh, and that was at Laurel going seven furlongs. Yep. But, um, just the, the experience that Pete's play call has had, uh, and even good recent experience. That's not to say like his three-year-old year, because that was quite a while ago. At Aqueduct, um, I think is really important. Whereas Share the Ride, who's also a six-year-old gelding, so you're talking about these older horses in here, um, has had some experience at Aqueduct, but it, it, it's, it's been, um, well, I guess November 29th is the last time this horse won there. Regardless, I, I have the one on top. I don't know what the odds are. The, the only other horse I put in there... The one and the two, by the way, are five to two and two to one. They are the two favorites. Go ahead. Okay. And and that's, mind you, with the five in here for Bob Baffert, Speed Pass, who is a Bob Baffert horse in a, you know, graded stakes race. So, I don't know, bet against it at your own uh, barrel. But I just felt like this was one of the weaker horses that he's bringing kind of for the undercard. I didn't like that allowance optional claiming race on January 30th. I thought it was a really weak field of horses. So I kind of downgraded that in my book. And, um, you know, second start off the layoff could be a, a big, big move for this horse. But I I didn't love speed pass in here. I I wrote down that I thought the two share of the ride was actually the class of this race. I agree with you, Megan, that you have to include the one. I actually think Wendell Fogg, the six, has a chance here. Um, the only horse I think that you didn't mention, 
mentioned, but I don't trust him because to go there's back. so much speed. If, I, if the race falls apart, I also don't trust him to go back to back because I don't think right. he's ever done that. Right. I yeah. also, I'm including the five just because I don't know what we get from speed. Pass. <laughs> and so, I know um, that's the concern. So I'll be really honest. I have one, two, five and six in this race. I know that's a lot of horses for a very small field, <laughs> but I just, if I feel like I, if I miss this leg, I'm going to feel really stupid because I have a single later. And so I'm going to include four horses here. The interesting thing about that is I actually wasn't sure that you would include a horse like this, Louie, though, because this is a horse who has only ever won at Los Alamitos in California. Yeah. And that was at the maiden special weight level and the allowance optional claiming level in yep. 2019. When's like, the last what? time you this saw- This is not a Louie horse. It is. When's totally the last time you saw me lately? <laughs> Five-year-old gelding with, with Bob Baffert? What's, I mean, that yeah, doesn't- I don't know. I. I think this is maybe one of those times where you take a sand and you're like, screw it. I'm not, I'm not including the Bob Baffert and created right. stakes race. Sure. There you go. Uh, who, by the way. <laughs> I shudder just thinking of the thought. <laughs> the winner of this right. race oh, last year was Mind Control. Just, have, you know. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, probably, pretty yeah. That's pretty solid. Yeah. Mind Control's got a grade one, right? Yeah. Yep. The only yes. other really famous horse who's won this race that I can see is Ghost Sapper. Okay. Um, okay. All right. So on to the Heavenly Prize Invitational. Uh, I did not get an invite. Uh, Four-year-olds and up, one mile, $125,000 purse. And uh, I appreciate that joke, Mike, by the way. That's a I, I tried. It was definitely yeah. a dad joke. Um, oh, for sure. That's why I like it. Yeah, yeah. You know. Hashtag, hashtag dad joke. Dad joke. Drink. 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 I don't know why you don't have a hashtag graphic for that. You got to work on it. I'll work on it, yeah. Uh, I can literally do it while we're talking. <laughs> Perfect, because I'm going to talk now. So okay. <laughs> uh, I have Lake Avenue on top for Belmont. I mean, this is a, a filly who... You know, she's definitely got to step up here. She's only been in allowance optional claiming races of recently. She was overmatched, I thought, in some graded stakes races in the early part, I think, of 2020. But she seems to really like it here at Aqueduct. I like the fact that she prepped with a seven for a long race last time at Goldstream Park because I think that puts her in a really good spot to handle the one-turn mile. Um, and she seems to be versatile, too. Like, she can set the pace if she needs to, or she can sit, uh, sit the trip, and from the outside, you would think she's probably going to stalk. So I think she's the horse that you play there. The other one that I took is the two. So I only went 8-2 in here, and that is thankful for Todd Pletcher, who raced without Lasix last time and was able to get the win going a mile and eighth. This is third start off the layoff. Shortens up a little bit. Already has run well uh, without Lasix, which I think is you have to include as part of your handicapping nowadays. I will say about Lake Avenue that this horse has never raced without LASIK, so that does give me a little bit of, you know, pause on that horse. But um, if she can handle it, which I think Bill Mott is a good enough horseman that he's mm. <clears throat> well aware of, of her limitations, uh, that horse should be on top for me. So eight and two are my picks. I'm singling here, and I'm singling the two for what you okay. just talked about. Uh, she's won without LASIK last time out. Um, it's also Pletcher and Carmouche who are hitting at 39% right now. Um, and uh, no big deal and uh, yeah. I also um, I, I've watched a couple of her races in the stretch she's just tenacious she wants to be out front I love it and so I'm it might be just that I like watching her run and that when she gets into to duels with other horses she always wants to be out front which is great so I'm actually going to try to single the two here I don't disagree with Megan's take on the eight the eight is actually eight to five thankful's nine to five on the morning line and so uh, okay. they're, they're right there together frankly um, but I chalk. Chuck on chalk, but I actually think because of the Lasix angle, I'll take thankful as my single. Uh, so the fun note about Heavenly Surprise that horse's last race uh, lost a cigar. So really, losing a cigar in their last race is not terrible, right? And it was a Philly because this is a Philly's race. Uh, I don't think Heavenly Prize was a Philly. I didn't get that. Sense. Why do I name a Philly's race? 
I've heard of Cigar before. Cigar, Cigar was a pretty good horse. Yeah, uh, oh, so, uh, Heavenly Prize was, I don't think, a filly. I'll, I'll just double check that for you. But uh, I'll do. I don't think you've Go on with the show. Race nine is the Gotham Stakes. It is a grade three, 50 derby point race, one mile, $300,000. Um, who do we like here? Wait, so it was. It was a mare. Oh, wow. Race, race. Yeah. Running against, against cigars? She must yeah. have been awesome, right? Here. Yeah, right. That was her last race. Yeah. Lost against, wow. Yeah. I like these little uh like like history lessons that we have here. And she's a horse, by the way, too. By uh Pat Day. Yeah. Of course. Shug trader in the nineteen yeah. teens. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. It was the Dawn <laughs> handicap. The Dawn yeah. handicap was her was her last race. And she only as far as I can see, she only raced against she's freaking awesome. Only raced against uh, you know, Phillies and Mares and then that was her last race. Won the Alabama. Handicap. So she, yep. Yeah. Won the, she won the John Morris handicap, which used to be a grade one in San, uh, Saratoga, pardon me. Saratoga, yeah. The Gopher Wand, which is a grade one. The Hempstead handicap, I don't know what that is now. It's a grade one at Belmont. The Apple Blossom, she won the Gazelle at <gasps> Belmont Park. Moly. The Alabama. Yeah. Uh, the Frisette, she finished third Whoa. in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies. She finished second in the Distaff twice. Second in the Breeders' Cup Distaff. Twice. Yeah. All right, so yeah, someone's twice. homework. Look up who this this mare's children are goodness what a <laughs> what a racehorse yeah right oh my gosh so all right. those are all different so anyways and all kinds of things that's that's amazing yeah yeah right. yeah, yeah. all cool. right so let's that's go cool. into the gotham stakes which is not in right, Pittsburgh. right right it's in so... new york <laughs> that's a batman reference uh... right there if you got that i don't know <laughs> Deep in the chalk here, right? Yeah, method, that's right? pretty. That's that's deep. Deep in the, in the class, we we class in here. Or are you going off the board? Freedom fighter, freedom fighter for me. Uh, Bob Baffert, freedom fighter. Manny Franco. This was the horse that we. I think I besmirched him like slightly. You did. Uh, running against Concert Tour because I didn't. Yep. They they used him in the workouts. You can watch it on XBTV. It's like mm -hmm. the target horse for some of the better ones. And I was like, oh well, you know, they're just kind of putting him in that spot. But. He actually ran really well. He was super gutsy against Concertor, who I thought was going to be Bob Baffert's or maybe Bob Baffert's best three-year-old this year. And the way that this horse held on, I thought was, was really impressive. So I'm going to put Freedom Fighter on top, followed by, oh, the Chad Brown horse, Highly Motivated. So, okay. wah, wah. But Highly Motivated is um, going to stretch out to a mile, again, one-turn mile, uh, here for the very first time. It is also coming off of the layoff, but those things don't really matter when you're Chad Brown because he wins at like 30% with horses coming back off the off the bench. So. The only horse you didn't mention that I also have my handicapping is the five crowded table who's really lightly raced um, and probably, sorry, yeah, it's coming out of a maiden race. And so um, I just... I always feel stupid when these kinds of horses ruin my ticket. And so I'll be going three, five, seven in this race. If anyone's interested, my, this is a grand slam at Naira. So Naira does a pick four. That's a dollar starts in race six. I'm one, four, five, one, two, five, six. I'm singling the two and then three, five, seven. That $1 ticket is $36. A uh, fun fact here is, uh, the Gotham has been was won by secretariat and native dancer. So that's, wow. uh, that's awesome. Hasn't really been relative. You know, since Instagram's finished third, but yeah. <laughs> uh, is Instagram? No, no, I guess not a drink. He was yet. just bred to some Philly and I, to some mare, and I was like, "Oh my god, why are they wasting that mare?" Um, he's uh, yeah, he's standing at Taylor Made. Uh, I want to say. What if he was shooting blanks? I think. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I'm sorry, oh. Terry Birch, my my uh, oh, your guy, advisor. Yeah. Uh, she she they bred the horse, I believe, I and know, yeah, um, yeah, we always had I liked him sprinting. Scary. 
I know. Sprinting. Yeah. <laughs> that's another one of those, though, that like it's the yeah. Jackie's warrior. Like, just right. let the horse do what it's good at. Those it sounds like they're going to do that with Jackie's warrior. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Right. All right, race nine at Oaklawn is the grade three honeybee, which is an Oaks prep race. Uh, 50 points for the Oaks, and typically not an, a great indicator of the Oaks. Uh, field, but you know, still we we got fifty points on the line. So what do we like here? Is this Megan? Is this a good uh, honeybee stakes, or is it done? <laughs> is it kind of falling the recent form? Well, who who have the uh, the winners of the honeybee been uh, recently? The only one that I know for sure was Sarah Sis, who did not finish oh. in the Oaks. Yeah, no. Yeah, uh, because <laughs> I was I walked that horse <laughs> to the track. Um, she oh shit she dares the devil won this race last year I lied was that an explicit <laughs> Hubble brag it was a no well when I realized that she double dares drink the, how did I not get that she dares the devil won this race I was I almost said that I was gonna say didn't she dares the devil take the road to the Kentucky Oaks through Oakland so uh, I lied. and also was a yeah. is owned by local connections there but anyways uh I, I like coach in here okay. at four to one. I, I do. I, I mean, there's a lot of factors that went in. She finished second last time by five lengths to Will Secret and like a bad second by almost six lengths, you know, which is nowhere yeah. to be right. found. But um, the fact that the, the track was really muddy that day and she was coming back off of a, a, a pretty good layoff from November to right. the end of January. Um, she still finished second and beat the rest of the field by, well, Joyce Rocket by about a half length and then they beat the rest of the field by about six lengths. So, I, I just feel like second start off the bench is going to be better for her. I think she needs the racing experience, um, and she's going to get that here. Now, I is Florent Giroux going to be in Hot Springs or No, California? he's going to be in California. He's going to be in California. Okay. Right, he's listed as the <laughs> jockey say. here. So. He's he is listed as the jockey here. Yeah, he's but yep. he's also listed on many horses in California. He'll so in California. I don't know jockey-wise what's happening with Coach unless he's getting on a, right? a, a private jet and going straight there. Um, or so, a hyperspace tube to get between those. Races I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Good Lord. <laughs> Just teleporting. <laughs> um, so I, I'm actually curious to see if that horse, I mean, I, I think she'll stay in. I don't know. But uh, Brad Cox does have another one in here, and that is Sun Path with Joe Telemo, who hmm. only is winning at 3% at Oakland Park, but he's just off to a slower start. He's obviously a very capable rider. We've seen that for many years in California. And then since he's moved his tack to the Midwest, um, you know, he's, he's building up his business pretty well. But I think that this horse has some really sneaky good races in her um, past performances. And she's obviously five to two. So uh, I'm not the only one that thinks that. And, you know, Will Secret, like, was the Dallas Stewart horse that won in the mud at a, not a huge price, but like eight to one. Um, who I actually think is pretty valid. Like, I don't think it was too much of an accident. And usually I do. Usually I'm like, John Gordon, Dallas Stewart, Derby or Oaks prep race or whatever. But like, I, I, and this is for the the way that she won. She won by five lengths. She won before that in her maiden special weight race, um, by two lengths. And, uh, John Court, I believe actually flew there to ride this horse because he doesn't ride at fairgrounds and that race is at fairgrounds. Um, the race before that at Churchill Downs, she won or she lost rather to Clarier, which was, was that horse that I was like freaked out about because of the what? pedigree. Remember yes. on our show, um, yes. who's just an absolute monster. And then the two races before that, 
you know, fifth by about two lengths. I forget who that Guana K is, but I want to say that there was a Chad Brown horse in there at Keeneland. Mm. And then, you know, first start was was third beaten by two lengths and had some trouble in the stretch. So like line by line, when you go down for Will's Secret, this is a this is a pretty solid horse, right? She's not just solid, she's improving. And the more yeah. distance you give her, the better she gets, right? Which and is so what we that's want for the Oaks. Totally. That's exactly yeah. right. Plus I mean, like you said, Dallas Stewart bet against him at your own at your own peril. You just totally I am I'm kind of touched because that's essentially the case I had for Will Secret. I am a big fan of Will Secret. Um I, I feel a little better about it. You feel like now. you've taught Will um, something? Basically, I do, I feel yeah. Oh please. The only <laughs> doing that way before I came on this show. The Don't only, you dare try to take credit. I, the I get only you. horse the only horse Megan didn't mention that I think has a shot here. I'm two eight seven. So the seven is Olivia of the Desert. It's actually an Ellis Park grad, but is in the Kenny McPeak barn. Has won it against Open Company at Churchill Downs. Shipped and won in the trapeze at Remington. Horses run at three, won at three different tracks. I like when horses can move around and win, so I'm going to include this seven. I'm two, eight, and seven in this race. All right. Uh, so before we go to the Tampa Bay Derby, um, I do want to just say that Oak, uh, Golf Golden Gate is still on delay. They are they are still delayed. So yeah. It's not going to happen. It doesn't, doesn't look good. Yeah. So um, we are going to go to Tampa Bay Downs for the Tampa Bay Derby, which is a 50-point race. Uh, Louie, who won this race last year? I'm trying to remember. I believe it was royalty, my friend. I believe it was royalty <laughs> in the terms of King Guillermo, son of Uncle Mo. King Guillermo. For whom, for whom we drink, drink many times. <laughs> drink for King Guillermo. <laughs> Just got a break. No, we gotta do that. We gotta just do this. Go to we're, we're almost there. We're almost there, Megan. Come on, come just on. Go to break. She just, she just bails. I thought we were gonna end on King Guillermo. Oh. I feel like <laughs> felt like the right time. All right, can what I just say how much I hope that Boca Boy wins this race? He's along right now, and he just, he just passed out. Yeah. Like it's over. Like that guy's just. <laughs> I, I okay. really, I, I want right, Boca, so Boy. Boca Boy, Boca Boy, Boca Boy, Boca Boy. Okay. Boca Boy. By the way, if the track is off, which it's going to rain all day at Tampa, by the way. If it's off, he's been running in restricted company, but he's already earned three hundred thousand dollars in his life. He's fifteen to one. I think is a fun win play show bet if it's sloppy. Okay, I'm not saying he's going to win, Mike. I apologize for that. He is the five. I, he's race. a gelding. That's but, what I want. I want the no, gelding. No, I get it. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not. A, yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. If you want, to, if you want to meet geldings, just go to Megan's house. The, um, <laughs> yeah, I've got plenty. <laughs> no, they they live outside her house, not inside. Okay, okay. Good. Anyway, so the uh, um, there are actually baby chicks in my kitchen right now. I don't know if you can hear them. Oh, I, so I it, it was a valid. I mean, it was you were right so, to point that out that they live outside. There it is. Could have gone so, either um, way. <laughs> I actually think two alums of the Sam F. Davis, which is run of Tampa are the class of the race. So Candyman Rocket won the Davis. Junior Alvarado stays aboard. I think super consistent horse recently. Um, his only loss is on an off track, but guess what? It's going to rain. And so I'm a little worried about that. Hidden Stash, the eight, uh, graduated from high-level maiden company at Keeneland, then won, uh, also won at uh, the high-level allowance level at Churchill Downs. Gets Rafael Bejarano back. So Rafael's flying out of Florence and into... Uh, to Tampa this weekend, wrote him for his only two wins in five starts. So if there's anything there, there's chemistry between Raphael and Hidden Stash. We're going to find out. He did win on a wet track at Keeneland. So if it's an off track, my favorite is actually Hidden Stash. But like I said, uh, I think underneath you could play the five Boca Boy if the track <laughs> is really off. So I am uh, I am eight, three, and five. In this race. King of Dreams would I, also I agree be a good with one. you. 
What's that? King of Dreams for King Guillermo since King Guillermo's dream I mean, was King, dashed. King, King Guillermo would have beaten this field by probably 45 lengths. Is King my Guillermo. guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Megan was so ready to be done with King Guillermo. Who, by the way, we haven't even gotten to San Anita yet. That's right. Let's go. Oh, my God. We got God. more King Guillermo <laughs> drinking to go today. You just need to name this show King Guillermo. King Guillermo. <laughs> oh, I hope our Epicos are watching this week. Oh, my God. Oh, it's so good. You just want so anyways, um, <laughs> I agree with you on Candyman Rocket. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yep. I mean, just the Super. way that he won last time, I thought was was really good. I I actually very much agree with you on Hidden Stash. Yeah. So I I was going through the Tampa Bay card, and there's like a lot of horses that Vicky Oliver is sending out that I thought had a very decent chance. So much so that I was like, man, Vicky's gonna have a really good day Let's at so, Tampa. Right? And yeah. then I realized I had not been paying attention to Tampa because she's currently winning there she's at 25%. Crushing. Yeah, she's crushing. So, yeah. like, I don't know where I've been. <laughs> like, she's doing fine. <laughs> right, right. She's fine. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree. The fact that Raphael's going to fly in for this horse, and he's on quite a few others for her, and he's been riding sure. for this barn, you know, pretty consistently. So he's built up his business for pretty much all year, all of last year. Um, and I hope that this horse does well because it seems like he's got the right stuff to, uh, to be able to do it. The other horse I don't think you mentioned sure. who I think you have to be wary of is the 11, Promise Keeper. Okay. Especially if it's going to be an off track. This horse won by five lengths on the slop at Gulfstream Park. And this is like that <clears throat> Todd Pletcher, you know, Gulfstream A-team horse that ships in and crushes everybody. Like, that's what this horse feels like to me. You get Luis Saez, um, you know, there has a lot yep, of speed. What was was behind Candyman Rocket and it, on the debut, but it was also going six furlongs, and I think this horse wants more distance. So I am very concerned about the eleven in here, and I think okay. you, you cannot leave this horse off. Yep. All right. That means we're going to break. Have you done a good clink today, Louis? Hashtag no, he hasn't. It's been weak. Yeah, I said it. We'll be back to talk about I Santa Anita on. The horse racing happy hour. <laughs> All right, we're back. What? Louis always. Where's Louis going? Just. Is he coming in here? I don't know. Louis. Oh, well, he's going to give me some more bourbon. All right. <laughs> well, I'm going to give you a clink. He's going to give me. Hi. <laughs> we're back on the uh, horse racing happy hour. We're going to talk about Santa Anita, which Megan obviously mm -hmm. knows nothing about. So no, um, not a thing. So Wait, you go first. <laughs> uh, yeah. So here we are again. If you have any comments or if you want to ask, ask us any specific, explicit, well, specific yeah, questions, can, you know, we can see the comments sure. uh, coming through. Yeah. Through this platform, so we will uh, interact with you. I love it. I will. I will say the only thing I know hi Argentina. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah, like somebody, from, yeah. No, like really. Yeah. Uh, it's a bunch of weird numbers and stuff like that, but uh, it no, says night from Argentina. Call that phone number. <laughs> we have, no, but we, I know we have, we have weekly listeners both in Argentina and in Ecuador. So yeah. Well, well Louis, how many, cool. six continents, how many countries did you, have you added up? 28. Wow. Something like Something that. Something like that. 40, yeah. 48 states plus DC. Yeah. So whatever the last two states are, I got to figure that out because I mean, we just got to, I, I, you know. I'm going to go that the that's last two me. states would be uh, Alaska. I'm going to say Alaska. No, we definitely have a li listeners in Alaska. We have a listeners in Alaska. They like multiple, horse racing in Alaska? Multiple, like 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 a dozen. Like, 
Wow. I, I think people have no idea the reach of this ridiculous show. Um, <laughs> I mean, I do what I can, you know. <laughs> but no, I mean, we have we have Twitter and action. I'm just here up. for the booze. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> All right, so we're going to we're going to go to San Anita. So they Little. actually like start the day off with a stakes race. They go right to the China Doll. Uh, so that is race one out at San Anita on Saturday. It is a uh, three-year-old mile turf race, seventy-five thousand dollars. Seventy-five thousand dollars for stakes. So, I mean, it is illicit stakes, but come on now. So Megan and I have agreed to do a quick pick here. Megan, I'm seven eight or eight seven in this race. I went eight five one. Oh, okay. So cool. right. I, I took the, the eight horse, but but be aware of the Phil D'Amato horse, who's the five, um, who's going to stretch out for the first time and did uh, pretty well racing with that Lasix last time out. And then you get Got Johnny it. V aboard the one who's been working pretty well uh, and comes back off the freshening here. I get Umberto on the seven. I feel good about the seven. Let's go. All right. Race yeah. six. It's a great it's race. It's only one against like Calbreds, but it's fine. Just go ahead with that. It's a $75,000 stake. Listen, that's a Louis, that's a Louis pick. Yeah. Uh, race so, by the way, everyone, put your entire account on the seven. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> race six at the uh, at, at Santa Anita is the San Felipe Stakes, which is a great race. Um, a grade two, three year old. Is it and is it a legit grade two? Yes. Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mile on a sixteen, three hundred thousand dollar race. This is fifty derby points. I think it's a grade three. With Life is Good Medina Spirit, the great one, and Roman Centurion in the same race, it's a great three. Authentic win this last year. Bolt Dioro won the year before. Dortmund won this race. California Chrome. This has got uh, a great Pioneer of the Nile won this race. I mean, there's there's a lot of people who. <laughs> great three, Megan? A lot of great oh, horses. Yeah, great three. Yes, because I am just oh. going to single um, Life is Good. So, All right. Is yeah. Life is Good? This is what I want to know. Uh, okay, so. Okay. All right. So let me talk real quickly, Mike, and then okay. you can just interject. I, the besmirchment of Medina Spirit is pretty incredible. Three horses are going to go out front in this race. The one, three, and five. Life is good. Medina Spirit, the great one. If, if, if that falls apart, Roman Centurion, the seven, is going to pick up the pieces. Now, I will be very clear. I think life is good. I agree with Megan. Wins this race all day, every day. Um, should win it nine out of ten times if they run it. The one time that they don't, it will be Roman Centurion. Mike, go ahead. Well, this is the this is the first two turn race for Life is Good, right? It's Baffert. Yeah, it is. It is. But, I, mean, I mean, I like, guess that's I'm my question. I mean, this is so Life is Good is one of those horses that I'm looking at that I think could legitimately be the Derby horse. So that's why. I'm, Which, if I'm, he is, like, I mean, is Into Mischief's stud fee just going <laughs> to be five hundred thousand instead of two hundred and fifty thousand? Right. Because, like. I mean, you know, Mike Smith kind of changed the breed of the thoroughbred. Mike honestly. Smith would then, you know, kind of get his redemption a little bit, and just the the life is good. I'm, I'm very interested in seeing how this horse continues to perform because I think it's got the makings that if it if they can go the distance and handle the two turns, I think that could be your Derby horse. I just I don't think that he he has won those races so easily. That's the only part. Two That's prior part. races, yep. and he's also. I, I almost really like the little bit of time between the mm. mile and this because, I mean, we know Bob can train a horse into a race, right? So, like, what's the concern? He, he I think he's just faster than the rest, and I think when you're faster than the rest, you don't really have to worry about what the other horses are doing. So I'm not as concerned about a pace duel here because I just think he's stronger. This is classic Baffert. Five for a long workout, six for a long workout, 
five for a long workout, six for a long workout. It's classic right. effort. It's classic. Yeah, I mean, like he's prepped absolutely. this horse to yep. get the extra sixteenth of a mile, which by the way, is an extra sixteenth of a mile. Like the horse won really, really well. Um yep. I mean, Medina Spirit, I guess, put up a good fight still in that last race. Are they still trying know. to figure just... that horse out, by the way? Are they still trying to figure what? out what Medina no, Spirit wants Medina to do? No, Medina Spirit starts at the Derby. That's that's not a question. Medina Spirit's a Derby horse. That's pretty uh, – he seems pretty sure about that, Megan. All right, so yes. the uh, the horses who maybe ran in the San Felipe last year might be coming back, and they might be running the San Carlos. It's a great two stakes, you know. Three-year-olds and up. Seven, they two, might be, or they seven are. For, seven for a long, it's $200,000 race. Oh, we got By the way, Megan said the last race wasn't a grade two. This is not a grade two. This is, this is not you're a right. grade two. Okay, just check. All right. So, uh, yeah. so who, it's an interesting betting race. I want to be clear. It's an interesting betting race, but it's like kind of a grade three. <laughs> like, go okay. ahead, Megan. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, for me, I need to – the first – okay, my first impression of this race was the first horse I get to see is Storm the Court. Yep. Who I, like – <laughs> it's not like I just besmirch this horse each and every time, which by the way, works out more often than not. Right. Yes, this horse is two for 13. And the fact that we're running. So I look at storm the court and I'm like, okay, storm the courts in this race. First thing I saw when I scrolled down, then I go, Oh, they're switching him back to dirt again. Like I immediately hate this race. They're switching him back to dirt and cutting him back in distance. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like I actually think that the cutback is probably going to help him, but like, he did so much better on the turf. You just let him run on the turf. I, I, <laughs> I agree. understand. I know. Your voice so got really high I just right there. hate this race. I know because that's no, how frustrated I am. Especially in because there's so this. much turf racing in California and good and like I just, I'm so nice purse turf racing. This. No, I, I agree with Megan on that. I just so immediately I just I just besmirched this entire field. So yes, I agree with you. The, the, like that took this being a great two, and I was like, oh, listed. My top three are horses that I've never hit before. That's a problem. Yeah, yeah that's I, not a great two. I don't know. I mean, I, I at least maybe extra hope could be in there. But even that, this is another horse who like has done better going long, and now they're going to cut him back short again to the seven furlongs. I don't know what to make of Major Cabby, who's a six-year-old fully intact horse who. Actually, if I remember, has a cool name. <coughs> uh, it's like a, a really nice, cool story. Uh, somebody in the military, it's named for whatever. I don't remember. It was previously trained by Dan Hendricks. Um, hasn't run in two years. Hasn't run in two years. And also was like barely getting the allowance optional claiming races. And now, of course, he's in the Peter Miller barn, so he's going to win the Breeders' Cup twice. So, you know, Correct. look out on for the, that. On the turf, but, also. Yes, right. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> I just I hate this race. <laughs> um, I don't do you, even know where to go. Like, do you I, want to hear my pick so you can? I think it? I land on Exalted, who I've never liked before. Wow. And That's Peter Miller. I'm no. sorry, not Peter. Oh. Peter Erton and Mike Smith okay. uh, team up with this one, and he won going seven furlongs last time. Like, I can't. I just, I I hate this race. Lou, who I do you it. who do you hate to like in this race? Like to hate or whatever. all right. So I'm six nine eight here. Brickyard ride, who I've never heard of. Loudmouth, who I've never heard of, and Tigre de Slugo, who I've also never Slugo. heard of. Um, so here, here's the deal. So um, I'm looking at the returners from the California Cup Sprint in January. That was at Santa Anita here. Brickyard Ride and Loudmouth. Loudmouth has actually run since then and won at the optional claimer level. And then Tigre de Slugo, apparently, um, who was closing fast in that six furlong race. So... This is seven furlongs, so I look for Brickyard Ride to get out front. 
and for Tigray to Sluggo to try and run him down. So I am six nine eight. In I only know that because it's Sluggo Racing is the owners. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, we're gonna move on. <laughs> We're going to move on to race nine, which is the Frankie Kilroy Mile. It's a great one for four-year-olds up a mile on the turf. Frankie Kilroy was the ever-famous uh, longtime press or secretary, uh, uh, racing secretary at uh, Santa Anita from 1953 to 1990. So he's kind of like their John Asher, I guess. Uh, so yeah, we used to hit the bar together. He's a good guy. Frank, Frankie Kilroy? Roy, or, yeah, 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 yeah. When I was nine, we were crushing beers. I'm, I'm sure, yeah. Okay, yeah. so who do we like in this uh, in this grade one race, which I'm going to say it's probably not a grade one. Is that correct? Oh, it's a grade two. That sounds right. I think it's a grade two. I mean, yeah. I think smooth like straight is possibly the only horse that might qualify it as a grade one. I agree with that. He's the classiest here. Yeah, so class on class, smooth like straight. The only other horse that I might put in there is the Chad Brown, hmm. right? Uh, what number is he? I just lost it. A spirit animal. Did I just make that up? Oh, the six, Flavius. Oh, not spirit animal. I think. Is, um, is going to step up here, but he's had a couple of really good performances. And actually, that uh, Shadwell Turf Mile mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. better than it looked because he had a lot of trouble in the final stages of that race. So I... I think he's definitely a horse that you're going to want to include there. So I, I, I think it's one six. I mean, maybe the Mandela horse as well, the Brazilian. But um, I don't know. He's 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 would have had to have done a little bit more for me. Like, yes, he was in graded six races, but he also lost by four, lost by four, lost right. by six. So right. why do we show up again another grade two? You know, like I feel like this would be a horse that went a listed stakes race or a high level allowance race, but I just don't know that he meets up with the field of, of smooth like straight and the and the Chad Brown shipper. I, I agree that. The one smooth like straight is the class of the race here. You get him Berto, um, five stakes wins, uh, lost the grade one Hollywood Derby by a, a head last year. Super classy right. horse. Trainer Dan Blacker has actually done a really jo- good job with the two hit the road here. Gets he Floral, Floral Giroux is actually riding here. So I don't know if that's a good or a bad. I, I think we'll know at the end because Uberto is usually his rider, which is interesting. So Uberto jumps from the two to the one, if you care about jockey stuff, with which uh, Mike generally does. Well, he, yep. he, seemingly he would have had the choice, right? Because he rode I, both horses. I agree. He I think chose those, the one. Interesting angle here, though. Second time off the layoff for the two hit the road should be right there at the end. He and Smooth Like Straight, by the way, are both four to one. Social Paranoia is the three. I think it's a sneaky what? entry. Smooth Like Straight is four to one? Four to one. I, I agree with you. Hammer that. It feels it feels it feels like they're begging you to hammer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who is the favorite? The so Chad social, Brown. So social paranoia is actually three for three at the distance. Uh, West Coast turf speed is its own thing. So shipping in with social paranoia, I'm not sure that that'll work out. But it's Abel Cedillo who won this race last year on River Boyne. So we know that he can at least River win Boyne's this race. River Boyne's a really nice horse. Ride a Comet is the nine. Three for three lifetime at the distance. Five for six on the turf. Picks up Drayden. I don't know why. Feels like a really random shot in this race, but is a is a problem, and I just can't leave that horse off. I'm actually one nine no, I, two I actually, three in this race. What are the odds on Ride a Comet? All right, so I did not pull up Santa Anita. I really apologize. Um, let me do that right now. I, you have one job. One Louis. job, Louie. <laughs> I actually agree with you on uh, on Ride a Comet. I, yeah. I think Mark Cassie did the right thing by this horse and gave it uh, quite a bit of time because. There was a layoff from uh, the last race for this horse uh, was September 2nd of 2018. And it was right, a so, win in the Del Mar Derby and mm-hmm. then came back in 2020. And since then has, 
been undefeated and steadily climbing up the class ladder. Ride a Comet is seven to two, the favorite actually in this race. And then okay. Smooth Like Straight hit the road both four to one. And I gave out Social Paranoia, who's also eight to one. Flavius is six to one. That's a nice number. Wow. This is a good betting race. It, it, it is, it is, frankly, for Santa Anita, and I'm not trying to besmirch seven to two. This as is a, morning, a great card for them. As, I really yes, like this. For card. sure. But seven to two as a morning line favorite is a is actually a very big number. Uh, it's yeah. Anita, so yep, for sure. Yep. Yeah. All right. So that will take us to the final race of the day. Santa Anita handicap, grade one, one and a quarter miles. This is the uh, this is the the um, the old King Guillermo invitation. No, it's it's, it's the, <laughs> it's, the it's the it's the what if it should be called the what if oh stakes. My God. Right. And this is the what if stakes. You know, what if Maxfield doesn't get hurt? What if Independence? I don't know. It's the what if stakes. So, so before uh, we cap this race, I do want to say, if you want to know how people in the industry that train that that are around horses <clears throat> care about these horses, they probably could have run Maxfield a lot more than they've run him. Oh yeah, and they didn't because they did right by the horse. Period. End of conversation. There is no other point to that. Maxfield is a so much royal so. horse. A royal horse. So much so that when he scratched out of the Breeders' Cup Juvenile, right, in California, I went back to the barn. I told the story before. I used to ride, I used to gallop with the assistant trainer to Brendan Walsh, uh, Paul Madden. And I went back to the barn just to see how they were doing and, and, you know, give my condolences and everything for them not being able to run because the horse probably would have won that race. For sure. What if? But he was like, Megan, honestly, the horse is 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 fine it's just the littlest thing and we just don't want to take the chance i'm gonna make like a... the horse was fine would have it, under the care of anybody else probably would have run you know but not anybody else but you know what i mean but the, i mean he was he, this wasn't a serious 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 issue at that time i think he had multiple issues that he had to deal with but under their first impression they just felt a little something right. off right. you know and again horse people know their horses just like i knew my horse last night was a little bit off and it was something wrong that was the deal with maxfield so yeah i mean they they have taken care of him can i make a bold prediction through and through i want to make a bold prediction maxfield wins the breeders cup classic i would love that i'm totally on board with that so by the way i want to go back megan i think what you just said is really emblematic of how much these traders care about their horses because that horse that you're talking about lives with you at your house right that they know Maxfield that well tells you exactly how much time they spend with the horse and how careful they are about it. Oh, yeah. Right? Totally. No, it's as if the these people live backyard. at the barn. That's exactly, that's exactly right. That's exactly <laughs> All right. All the time. <laughs> yes. So I appreciate you making that comparison because yeah. I don't know how it felt in your head, but it's totally right. That's exactly right. And so, all right. So Maxfield should win. He's is he even money, by the way? Distance. Even money? Uh, morning line, he is eight to five. Okay. He'll go all off right, even yeah. money. The other. No, he won't. He'll he'll go off. Oh, it's on. All right. So if it's not Maxfield, agree with that. Or if you're trying to fill out your trifecta, let's say, I think the other horse to include is Express Train, the five. Um, sometimes a surface change and a jockey change just bring out the best in a horse. It seems like Juan Hernandez has been really great for this horse, plus the switch to dirt. Uh, Hernandez is just what is two thousandth race actually, and um, I, I, he's one of my favorite in the industry success stories moving for Northern California to Southern California. It's, I, I feel really good for him. Um, if it's a, just a straight up ups, upset, it's going to be express train. Um, to me, I, I have to make a declaration um, to everyone who listens to this show and has been a good fan of ours for a year now because of the Tampa Bay Derby. If King Guillermo throws in a clunker today, I'm all, I, I'm done. Um, he what? loses. 
He loses his status as a drinking. No, no, rule. no, no. Um, you signed up for life when you <laughs> liked this horse. Uh-uh. You're not getting off now. Those doors are locked, my friend. I um, No, you're going down with the ship. Nuh-uh. Okay. There is no lifeboat. The, 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 the difficult <laughs> no, part about King no, Hero no, is on no, this show, no. I said, put him in no. great trees and run him in Gulfstream <laughs> no. Park, and they won't do no. it. They won't no. do it. That is literally the whole, that's his whole life, though. Like, and you've still been a fan. No, you don't get to jump off now. By the way, I will be across on King Guillermo just for the purpose of being across on King Guillermo. Also, King Guillermo, so finish your drink. King Guillermo. <laughs> if this is an upset race, it's the one horse. Independence Hall. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it's not going to be. I'll tell you, I remember when Independence Hall won his, uh, his first derby prep. And I was like, man, that horse looks... <laughs> I, I, you know he he was um, just so impressive um, and then he lost to sole volante yep yeah there you drink. go drink well i'm done <laughs> well he won the jerome he won the jerome then he lost in the davis he lost in the florida derby but he came back yeah yeah, yeah. no what's funny is like independence hall has earned six hundred thousand dollars in his life like, yeah he's, he's done okay <laughs> terrific horse. he's won half of his races right? to be fair he he's four for eight like yeah so, you and know. you get Flavius, whatever. I mean, it is whatever. Yeah. All right. All right. So, uh, any parting Hour shots? Hour 20, here? Mike. I mean, you have to be a little Wait. impressed. Wait. Wait. You guys aren't doing the Oaks prep on Sunday? You oh, yeah. We got oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's right. The Santa over here. <laughs> we should talk about one more race. 50 Oaks points, by the way. It's Santa Anita on the line in the Santa Isabel. Yeah. Um, it's a uh, three year old race, obviously, for Phillies. And uh, mile on the 16th so this would be a two-turn race which is there's your two-turner mike there you go yeah you yep. all right um <laughs> uh, who do we like a two-turner with like my least favorite uh oaks field that we've seen uh i think it's calypso's race yeah. to lose for sure yeah. and then like mic drop i agree that it's it's is there a horse named mic drop no, oh. but I feel like that's oh. it after that. I okay. mean, maybe you go with Beautiful Gift. Johnny Velasquez sticks around to ride this one the next day. You know, that must be important. Yeah. But um, I, just, I just think that, that Calypso is the better horse, yeah. likely. Um, the only other one that I mentioned or I, I wrote down as well was Mraz, the five, mm. yep. for yep. Michael McCarthy and Umberto Rispoli. But I still think that the numbers that Calypso has run uh, are better than I, the performances. For I gotta say, horses. it is the most Southern California thing ever that there's a 50 point Oaks prep and there are two trainers in the race. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, uh, five horse yeah. field, baby. Wait, what? You're right. I didn't even notice that. Oh, it's ridiculous. Don't worry. I pay attention oh my to these gosh. things for no reason, by the way. By the way, the only thing I'll say is you mentioned whoa, beautiful gifts. How many times are you going to say, by the way? Is, by the way, now a drinking rule? All right, go whoa, ahead. Whoa, whoa. Uh, Whoa. By the way, what were you going to say, Louis? So, by the way, beautiful <laughs> gift um, is a Medalladoro daughter of Medalladoro out of an AP Indy mare. So, if we're going to get that jump from maiden special weight to winning a fifty points race, it's going to be Bob Baffert plus that kind of breeding. And so, uh, plus I agree the with distance, Megan. Plus, plus the, the distance. distance. That's, that's exactly right. So, it, the two horse would be the other thing. I agree, though. The clips those. But then you also stuff. have Moraz, who's got Empire Maker on the top and AP Indy on the bottom. Hundred percent. Yes. Right. So. Yep. Right. If anything, if we're going by the breeding game, by the way, those are the two horses that win this race. Mm. Calypso being a Brody's cause. I mean, yep. Malibu. Yeah. Brody's cause Malibu Moon. Malibu, that's more yep. around like for me, you know, a mile, a mile and a 16th, et cetera. Uh, and then you've got like twirling candy. So I don't know. We send this one to the turf and then uh, <laughs> and then exaggerator. So if it's sloppy, 
pretty much, or, so or on the synthetic, right. which yeah, is yeah. exactly where the source came from, by the way. Or at, or at Pimlico so. for some reason. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You had uh, Donna Veloce won this race last year. Speech came in second. <laughs> no, no race in 2019, which is weird, uh, but in 18, Bizu uh, won. Uh, and then in 17, Abel Tasman came in second. I wonder why. In 2016, Songbird won. I have no idea. I mean, I don't, I don't get that. Oh, that notes. was when the track closed down. That was oh, closed yeah, down. yeah, because of COVID? Yep. Yeah. No, because of the nope. the track issues. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The surface yeah. issues. Yep. yep. Which we don't think about anymore because they've really done a good job. Uh, I just gave them yep. a compliment, by the way. Just mark you that did. down. No, but they have uh, done a good wow. job. You're right. No. But, yeah, when you see Songbird, Abel Tasman, Speech, and Midnight Bizu have been in this race, you got to pay attention. So that's a that's a For big sure. town field. Um, all right. Well, we're at the end of our, I guess How we should pair a tab time? and get minute out Minute 23. No, I think Mike's pretty impressed. Yeah, it's not bad. Wow. We're under a minute and a half. That's that's all I care about. And we went on like a little bit of a, a rant. Yeah. This so- We're still playing this song. I love it. We'll see you next time. Saratoga Cup. On the horse racing happy hour. Give us a good clink. There you go.